two bits, four bits, six bits, a dollar. All for Quizfix stand up and holler. <laughs> Quizfix. Quizfix. <laughs> Go Quizfix. We've got Quizfix. Yes, we do. You've got Quizfix. How's it going? <laughs> Let's get trivial. Trivial. I want to get trivial. Hey everybody, welcome to the Quiz Fix Podcast. My name is Paul. My name is Monica. Episode 17. This is going to be the most wholesome episode. Yeah, you know, we got a little down and dirty the last one and it was it was it was fine, but now we got to clean up our act a little bit. Tiny bit. Just a little bit. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you look so angelic right now. <laughs> you have these white headphones on, and it's like this little halo over Monica. It's always there. <laughs> How are you doing today? I am wonderful and kind. Oh, that's true. I'm surrounded by baby woodland creatures. <laughs> <laughs> um. Before we start really with the podcast, the bird on your shoulder is going to have to just pipe down just a tiny little bit. Just a little bit. Tweet, tweet, tweet. Just a little bit. Can we? Oh, yeah, there we go. Okay. <laughs> I do like the idea of you just like, you know, fleeing over the window and the birds and the squirrels come in and they make you a dress. <laughs> and then I step back and I say, well, this is the ugliest dress I have ever seen. All right. This is a good game before we play other games. If you could insert yourself into any Disney or Pixar movie universe, where would you want to be? Um, Tangled. Tangled, yeah. And are you Rapunzel? Are you got the hair and uh, in the tower, or are you something else? Or are I you just living know. in that world? I just live in there. You're like live next door to Rapunzel. And go, hey, Rapunzel, how's it going? Having it's like a good time. Pretty good. Just got this long hair. So when she's in the tower, um, it's like hidden. Mm-hmm. By these kind of mountains and stuff. And it's right. really neat looking. I wanted to go in there. Oh, cool. Like a secret little hideout. Yeah. And then once that witch is out of the picture, like I could live there happily. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, well, we have a fun little show for you today. Uh, and of course, we're keeping it clean. And of course, tournament rolls on here in the Seattle Tacoma area. Uh, we are just uh, starting the fourth week, so we're getting into the halfway point. So make sure you're getting out there and playing your games. I have not looked at the standings. It is a wide open race is it right now. Close? It's pretty close. It's pretty close. Uh, so there's still a lot of teams. Like I post the top forty teams on the on the website quizfix.net. Uh, if you go to the Summer Jubilee page. So I post the top 40, but there's probably another 20 that all they'd have to do is pick up a couple games and they'd be right up there. Oh, wow. So it's really is wide open. So make sure you're getting out there and playing. Uh, and we'll have our schedule at the end of the podcast. Like and, always. Like always. You know how this works. Monica knows how this works. I hope so by now on <laughs> 70 episodes. 
All right, are you ready to do this? I'm ready. Let's do this. Out it's time for the lightning round. Lightning strike Oh, I like that song. Yeah, Lou Christie, everybody. Uh, there he goes. <laughs> He's already winning. What is, yeah, I, I was on a song that I started singing. <laughs> that doesn't seem fair at all. Uh, what is your topic for me in today's lightning round? So I'm calling this round Hard Questions About Stuff Paul Knows. Oh, okay. So wow. it's various subjects that you are good at. Okay. And they're kind of a little more on the difficult end. Wow. Thank you. This will be fun. <laughs> um, I don't know if this is going to be fun for you at all, because I don't know if you know this game. It's a round on chess. Oh, geez. Oh, no. <laughs> all right. All right. I know of it. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see how, how this goes. Okay. Uh, do you want to go first or second? I'm going to go second. All right. Here we go through the lightning round. Question number one for you. What compound word denotes the highest level of skill in chess as well as the highest level in skill in martial arts, competitive shooting, and Tetris? It's two words? Yeah, it's a compound word. Three syllables. Is one of the words master? That is the, the last two syllables. Okay. What would you put in front of that? Hmm. It's not dungeon because that's too many syllables. <laughs> I do like the idea that the winner <laughs> of competitive shooting is dungeon master. <laughs> they probably like that too. It almost makes sense with chess. Grandmaster? Mm, no. Grandmaster. Oh. Grandmaster. Okay. Now I know. First question for you is on the subject musical theory. Okay. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I thought you know this. I, well, uh, we'll find out. What musical term indicates a chord where the notes are played one after another rather than all together. Uh, that's an arpeggio. Correct. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Oof. Question number two for you. In 1958, what 15-year-old became the youngest grandmaster in chess? Mm. Oh, isn't there a movie about him? Yeah. Search your mind. His first name is Bobby. Yes, keep searching. Okay. Oh, I don't remember his last name. Bobby. Does it start with an S? It, uh, no. Oh, okay. But uh, you're in a boat. You got a pole. Got a line out. Fisher? Fishing? You got it for the first time. Okay, good. It is Bobby Fisher. Bobby Fisher. <laughs> Searching for Bobby Fisher was that uh, movie you were thinking about. Oh, okay. Very good. 
kind of good. <laughs> well, you know, you got the bobber. Better than normal. Number two is about basketball. Kind of. What weekly segment on the TNT show Inside the NBA first aired during the 2011 season and highlights humorous and uncommon basketball plays? Hmm. Uh, not something I watch, but I'll, I've seen this on uh, bar TVs at times. Is it Come On Man? No. No. It's wonderful title. It's called Shaktin a Fool. <laughs> Shaktin a Fool. Which I I don't like to admit the fact that it took me a long time to realize that title. Like what it, why it was called that. I'm like, what the hell is that? <laughs> what it, oh, I see. That makes sense. That's a very <laughs> specific uh, basketball-related pun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, here you go. Question number three for you. Russian Grandmaster Mikhail Botvinnik used to practice concentration by having an opponent do what? And this is multiple choice. A. Blow cigarette smoke in his face. B, eat loud, crunchy food. Or C, tickle him. He had the opponent doing this while they played? Yeah, this is while he practiced. Oh. So this was his part of his training to uh, increase his concentration. Did he have someone blow smoke in his face, tickle him, or eat loud, crunchy food? Uh, I want it to be tickle, but I'm going to guess smoke. That is correct. He had the guy just blow smoke in his face while he was thinking about his next move. It it was also kind of the time, right? Yeah, that was the fifties. So that was. I bet uh, everybody in the room was smoking right? when he played anyway. <laughs> right. Yeah, he can concentrate on that cancer that he got. <laughs> More cancer, please. It makes me better at chess. Um, number three. This one is about 70s TV, um, specifically short-lived. What short-lived situation comedy series in 1973 starred Ken Howard and Blythe Banner as husband and wife and was based on a Spencer Tracy, Catherine Hepburn classic of the same name? Oh, wow. So that's... <laughs> Spencer Tracy and Katherine Hepburn made like seven movies together. So this is going to be interesting. All right. Ken Howard, who was in White Shadow, and Blythe Danner. Yeah. Who's Mrs. Who's uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's mama. Uh, 73. Okay. I'm going to get it down to... What would they make a sitcom out of? Of their movies. I'm going to say the wrong one. Is it uh, Adam's Rib? That's right. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, I didn't think it could be Guess Who's Coming to Dinner because that's pretty late and that's all about, you know, hey, the, the my, our white daughter bought home a black guy movie. Uh, and Desk Set. They is, could totally turn that into a sitcom in the 70s. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they could have. 
They she could've. brought home another black guy. <laughs> yeah, that could have been right after All in the Family, like a Norman Lear sort of sort of show. All right. Good uh, job. Question number four, and uh, you have a uh, you can get two points for this. There's a move in chess where a player can move two pieces in the same turn. Name either two pieces. I I would tell you what uh, the name of it is, but I'd give away the the uh, the pieces. Okay. So I'll give you one point for each piece you can name. Is one of them the rook? Yes. And the king? You got both of them. Yes. Well done. <laughs> the, it's called castling. Yeah. And uh, it's where you basically can not really swap positions, but you can, if as long as there's no no other piece in the way, you can protect the king on the other side with your with your cats, with your rook. Okay. So good job. That's a two-pointer right Yay. there. Number four is about musicals. Oh, good. What subtitle goes with Gilbert and Sullivan's operetta, The Pirates of Penzance? Oh, wow. And I was in this musical, but we never referenced the subtitle. I'm not going to get it. No? No. It is The Slave of Duty. Oh, yeah. Which is a song in the... Is it a song? Well, it's part of one of his songs. It talks about being a slave to duty. Um, though I would have never, we'd never talked about the, the subtitle. I, I don't didn't even, even know that it had I, one. I didn't, I don't think I did either. I know a lot of those musicals back in those days had little parenthetical subtitles, mm-hmm. but well, that's good. I like to know that. Uh, all right. Question number five for you. There's a possibility of three points. Whoa. So in the 1957 movie, The Seventh Seal. Max von Sydow plays chess against the Grim Reaper. In the 1991 movie Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, Bill and Ted play four games with the Grim Reaper. One of them's electric football. I'm going to take that off the table. Because the other three are fairly classic board-slash-family entertainment games. Okay. Can you name any of the three games? I kind of remember that. Was one of them Twister? One of them is Twister. You got one point. Um, is this Trivial Pursuit one? No. No. You got one more. One more guess. Okay. I don't know. Um, The other two are very classic board games. Life. No. Monopoly. No. Oh. Uh, one of them was Battleship. Oh, that's like one of my favorite games. Yeah, yeah. And the other one we've talked about a lot in this podcast, Clue. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I got one. You got one. That was good. That was good. You got Twister right off the bat. You always have to add in Twister. It's the funniest of all the games. But I think I remember very, very much uh, William Sadler, who played the, uh, the Grim Reaper, uh, saying... You sank my battleship. (laughs) I don't remember that. It's been a while. It's been a while. No, God. (laughs) 
This is supposed to be a wholesome episode. Sorry, sorry. Your last one, you can get two points on this oh, one. Oh, good. And it's about the Oscars. Okay. Only two Nobel Prize winners have also won Oscars. Both received Nobel Prize for literature. One won the best screenplay Oscar in 1938 for the film adaptation of a play. And the other one best song in 2000. Spell. <laughs> Somnambulus. Um, okay, I think the writer... I think the writer is Tennessee Williams. No. Mm, okay, I'm going to take another stab at the writer. Because 2000... Who won the best song in 2000? It looks like the song came out in 2000. Okay, so then it won in the 2001. And it won for best original song. Okay. Oh, um... Okay, that should have been a lot easier. That's Bob Dylan. There you go. Yeah, for Things Have Changed from the Wonder Boys. Yeah. Was the first one... Don't give me a point for this. Was it William Faulkner? No. Okay. Who was the first one? It's George Bernard Shaw for For Pygmalion. Pygmalion. Very cool. Okay, good. Wow. We were just talking about My Fair Lady. I know. That's great. That's great. <laughs> that is great. Are those the only two Nobel Prize winners? Yes. Some That's... people argue that Bob or Bob Dole, Al Gore, <laughs> the anti Bob <laughs> should also count, but he didn't actually win the Oscar. No, he didn't win. The he... director won. Right. He doesn't actually have an Oscar. Right. He appeared in an Oscar winning documentary. Yes. Yeah. Melissa Etheridge has the another Oscar for that movie because she won for the song for An Inconvenient Truth. Oh. So, so Al Gore got, got shut out. He's in a out. movie with two people who got Oscars on it. And he's in the whole thing <laughs> and gets nothing. You get nothing, Al. All right, let's see. You got, you got four. You got three. Right on. Good job with the chess. Thank you. Well, I was really well worried about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. The multiple um, points helped a lot. Yeah. Well, I'm getting that castling question. That that's that's something that I did not. I didn't know. I don't play chess. I have no that idea. That is the only special move that I have any knowledge of. Oh, interesting. I think it's one of the only special moves you can make with you know doing it with two two pieces. Oh. Yeah. So it's very special. I feel special. You are special. Thank you. That was a very special lightning round. People are crazy and talks are strange. I'm locked in tight. I'm out of range. I used to care, but things have changed. Now it is time for game prep. It's from a, a boxing night in Britain show. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I boxing, like it. I think it's called that or something like that. But uh, boxing in Britain, don't sue us. Well, it's now a, it's, it's a homage. song. It's the song from 
game prep. Yeah, yeah, that's how it, that's it's the love theme, love theme from Quiz Fix. <laughs> uh, all right, we're gonna get you ready for your pub quizzes this week with some things that have happened this week in history. Take it away, Monica. July sixteenth, nineteen thirty-five. The first parking meter is installed in Oklahoma City. The meter, called the Black Maria by its inventors, was immediately controversial as drivers felt it was an extra tax to use public streets. That's right. Yep. Yeah. And then so they got sued uh, pretty quickly, got sued, and then uh, it turned out that uh, they can... uh, levy any sort of payments for things that they want to pay for and businesses got some of the kickbacks so the businesses started to put them out in front of their of their buildings and so they did do they still i don't know if they still do but they did at the time uh yeah maybe amazon does <laughs> they actually get all of the money from all of the parking tickets in the whole city. Right, right. And all the fines from your straw use. They get Why that, are you like harping that. on my straw? No, your straw is fine. I have no problem with your straw. Bullshit. You were just complaining <laughs> about it. But not on not on microphone. There's a straw ban in, in Seattle now where they're taking away all your straws and they're coming to your houses and confiscating your straws. My straw is made of metal. I'm just worried about you getting it's arrested reusable. for your straw. I wash it and use I it again. I don't have the bail money to get you out on a straw beef. <laughs> again. <laughs> again. <laughs> oh, I got picked up again for my straw. What did I tell you about taking the straw out in public? I just like to use uh, it. You just sit in jail and think about what you've done. I'll get you in the morning. Will you call my mom? I've called your mom. <laughs> Hi, mom. <laughs> July 16th, 1941, New York Yankees center fielder Joe DiMaggio hits safely in his 56th straight game, a record that still stands today. The record is broken the next day when the Cleveland Indians hold him hitless. All hail the mighty Indians. Wait, I thought the record still stands. It does. Oh, it was oh, the his streak, 57th his streak was, day. Yeah, his streak was broken on the, fifth, on the 57th day. I guess I, I should see. have written it that way. But yeah, he, uh, he got 56 straight games. Well, that's, it's amazing now that it's, that's never been broken. It's really never gotten close to being broken. So every time he went to bat, he hit it? Is that what that means? Every game, he at least got one hit. Oh, okay. Yeah. July 17th, 1935. The entertainment newspaper Variety prints an article about how movie audiences in rural... rural oh, I hate that <laughs> word. <laughs> in rural drawers. It's really a terrible word. It is It is one of the worst words. <laughs> rural. Rural. I like, like a dog trying to say I love you. <laughs> a rural. Rural. A rural. Scooby. <laughs> oh, and I'm crying. In areas, didn't want to see movies about people in... God, you wrote it twice. It was, yeah. <laughs> I didn't think about how it was going to be pronounced. Here, you get you go up to that, and I will say the rural. Okay, All right. here uh, we go. 
Should I start over? Yes, but we'll leave this all in. <laughs> July 17, 1935, the entertainment newspaper Variety prints an article about how movie audiences in rural areas didn't want to see movies about people in rural areas. <laughs> I don't know why I think that's so funny. (laughs) The headline stick snicks. (laughs) What? The headline stick snicks hick picks becomes one of the most repeated and parodied headlines, including a Futurama headline. Fox X back sex picks flicks. I can't. (laughs) I can't do this. (laughs) This is from an episode called That's Lobstertainment, where Mm -hmm. the the, the, the Futurama headline is Fox X back sex picks flicks lacks crux bucks stock stinks X prex. Yeah, sticks nicks, sticks nicks hick picks. Very short, very pithy, very rhymy, alliterative sort of headlines. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously make an impression because look at you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I did not read these before we did this, and now I wish nobody, I would. Nobody knew. Nobody knew. <laughs> I just wish I would have, so I wouldn't have chosen to read that one. Oh, my God. <laughs> July 17th, 1984, the National Minimum Drinking Age Act is signed into law, raising the age from 18 to 21. The law only outlaws purchasing alcohol, not drinking alcohol, but most states have extended the ban to drinking as well. Man, that would have been tough if you were 18 then. Yeah. Like, son of a bitch. Yeah. Or, or like if you're 17 and you're just like, oh, here it comes. Here comes the you big day. You turn 18 on July 17th, 1984. Yeah. It's like, happy birthday. Oh. You got to wait. And they tied it all to, uh, so they did the act and then states still had the opportunity, but they tied it uh, to do whatever they wanted to do, but they tied it to highway repairs and transportation stuff so you got less funding for highway repairs if you didn't go along with with Why this law are they allowed to do that uh well it's kind of their thing like hey you can still be your own state and you can still be your do your own thing but we're the federal government and we'll just lop 10 percent off of the the transportation money I see. yeah yeah it's it's you know you know what it's called it's called America Love It or Leave It, pal. <laughs> Fine, I guess I'll stay. <laughs> Didn't they have like that, what is it, like 3.2 or something? Low alcohol beer? There was a, uh, I remember there was a, I want to say it was in Idaho, because I knew there was kids that I knew who lived on the border of Washington and Idaho that would go across to Idaho because at 19 you could drink what they would call three two beer or near beer. Right. Uh it was low alcohol content beer. Um I don't know if they can still do that. So know. there's a movie I don't think they have that anymore. Yeah. But there's a movie SLC Punk. Oh right. Where they uh, had that beer. It was more for like 
religious reasons. I was going to say Utah was another state that had had that sort of thing. The main character's argument against it was now a drunk's going to have to drink twice as much just to get drunk. Right. So not only do you have a drunk on your hands, you have a drunk who's fat and gross. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if the bars liked it, though, because you could charge the same as a beer and then just they'd have to drink more of it. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder if the bars are just like crazy, crazy uh, uh, profitable in Utah. Let's go to Utah and find out. Let's not. If uh, any Utah listeners are out there, we'd love to come to uh, Salt Lake and uh, run a quiz for you. So fly us out there. If someone flew you out to Salt Lake City, you'd, you'd go. Oh, that. totally. Okay. All right. Yeah, fly us out to do. Oh yeah, we'll do the, the we'll do the quiz for free. Yeah. Just fly the, us out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what are we what are we agreeing to? I don't know. July eighteenth, nineteen twenty-eight. Happy birthday, Helen Ruth Elam Van Winkle. Happy birthday, Helen. Better known by her Instagram and Twitter handle Batty Winkle. After her great granddaughter helped her upload an image to Twitter, an image of Winkle wearing her great granddaughter's clothes. Winkle was followed by Rihanna. Her Instagram account, mostly images of Winkle wearing young clothing styles, has over 3 million followers. I had never heard of this person. Me neither. When I read the name, I was like, oh, should I know who that is? Yeah, I felt the same way because it was in this list of like, it's her birthday today, also known as Batty. And I was like, okay, who is this person? I went to her Instagram and it is her all dolled up in like young clothing stuff. And uh, mm. she's just posing for things. Three million people follow her, including a lot of my friends. So I, just, I had no idea. When grandmas wear like young um, girl clothing, mm-hmm. I call it Jerry Blanking. <laughs> <laughs> that that's wonderful. That is wonderful. Oh. That's what they remind me of. Oh, if this was a first of the month, I'd give you a, a Jerry Blank ghost point. Right <laughs> Just for saying a oh joke. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> July 19th, 1903, the first Tour de France, sponsored by the newspaper Lotto to boost circulation, ends with Maurice Guerin or Garin winning the race. The winning time for the 1,500-mile race was about 94 and a half hours. By comparison, Britain's Chris Froome won last year's 2,200-mile race in about 86 hours. So they've gotten a little faster. On a bike? Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Right now, as we speak, my friend Gus is riding from Seattle to Portland on a bike. He's doing the STP? Yes. Fantastic. Yeah, it for his birthday. That's amazing. That's like the worst thing I could ever do for my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, die. That would be my for my birthday. <laughs> Have a heart attack and die. I rode from East Lake to Green Lake on an electric bike yesterday, and I was tired. Yeah. Also, it squeaked really loud the whole way, and it was driving me insane. Yeah. Now imagine doing that all the way to Portland. On a squeaky, on a squeaky electric, electric bike. bike. I wonder for the STP if they let you use an electric bike. Or maybe like a car. <laughs> can you use a car? Can you just not go? Can you just... Can it, 
Can I sit on my couch instead? A motorized couch. <laughs> oh boy. With like a little TV. I think you just you just <laughs> you just backed into a million dollar idea. I'm let's, gonna start a new race. Let's get IKEA on the phone. See if you can make yourself a motorized couch. July nineteenth, nineteen seventy six. Happy birthday, Benedict Timothy Carlton Cumberbatch. Happy birthday, Mr. Cumberbatch. He has played... What's with all these people in a thousand names? I don't know. It just happened. He has played several real-life people in his career, including Stephen Hawking, Julian Assange, Alan Turing, Thomas Edison, and Vincent Van Gogh. His next big role is the voice of the Grinch in the newest animated version of How the Grinch Stole Christmas... Coming out later this year. Really? Another one? Yeah. They're doing, this is the all animated, not, you know. Well, I mean, the Jim Carrey one came out, what, in 2000 or something like that. So it's been a while. Well, why don't they just make a new movie? Well, they don't do that much anymore. (laughs) Not, Not for theaters. For theaters, it's all big stuff. And then the new movies come out like on Netflix and little tiny things like that. Hmm. So, at least it's, you know, I haven't seen any of his stuff in the Marvel, the Doctor Stranges. I haven't seen I any of that. I saw that one. Was it good? Meh. Yeah. You know I'm not super into those. Yeah. And also, him doing an American accent mm. really cuts back on his hotness. <laughs> I agree. He, like like most British men... When they drop their accent and try to put an American accent on, mm-hmm. hotness goes down. Well, and expect- there's only the one where it goes up. You remember who it is? Oh, I don't remember who it is. You got it right on a trivia question I gave you about. Oh wow! So <laughs> this is an American actor. No, this is a British actor. A British actor who, when he has an American accent, is it Hugh Laurie? Yeah, it's okay, it's Hugh Laurie. <laughs> uh, well, and the other thing too is that. Him doing an American accent with the name Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> it's like it should be a law against Yeah, exactly. It. He shouldn't be able to even like form an American accent. Well, he's not name. very good at it either. Surprisingly. Yeah. They always hit those, those R's, the R's really hard. Really hard R's. Yes. yes. I got to go see a guy about a car. Like, are you a 50s New York gangster? <laughs> That's all the that's all the movies they show in England are like, you know, James Cagney sort of yeah, she. <laughs> they really do that a lot. It's very strange. I'm the Grinch, she. I'm I the guess Grinch. it's like I'm it's, stealing Christmas. It's our equivalent of the Cockney accent. Oh yeah. So oh we yeah. We always do the Cockney British accent as Americans. They do fifties New York gangster accent. I have no business in, in criticizing his accent work. I'm not, I'm just, I'm just saying, stop. Don't. I understand. Don't do it. Do it for the hotness. Or don't (laughs) do it for the hotness. All right, last one. July 19th. The most important one. Happy Daiquiri Day. The rum-based cocktail gets its name from a Cuban mining village where an American engineer created the drink in 1898. And then it came to the States, and uh, now you can get it in all your favorite uh, blender-friendly bars. So what is in it? 
besides rum? You got your rum, you got your lime, you got your ice. Uh, I don't know what the other ingredients are. Um, I don't know if it has another liqueur in there or something like a grenadine or something like that. It's not one that I order very often because bartenders... uh, They don't want to make it. Yeah. Yeah. The blended drinks are always will get you, except unless you're at a bar that really a specialty, yeah, like a tiki type bar yeah. or you know on vacation someplace where they're everybody drinks those things. But I love. Oh a good yeah, bakery. when we went to Jamaica, mm-hmm. the bartenders all had these special blenders that like it had a plastic cover that went over top of it to make it quiet. Oh, nice. Yeah. Because they were constantly making oh, sure. those drinks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Being in a bar where somebody all of a sudden somebody orders a blended drink and you could all out it of nowhere. It annoys everyone. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Not just you hear the, the bartender. Big, yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. You know, I'll, I'll take a, a martini shaker sound because, well, I probably ordered the martini. So that, that means my drink's coming very soon. Um, your favorite blended drink. Do you have one that stands out? I haven't had, well, I don't have the much for that reason. Right. But I did have a boozy milkshake and that was delicious. Yeah. But I also had to drink an entire milkshake. Yeah. And then afterwards I was like, I shouldn't have drank that entire milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> but you're, if it has booze in it, you're not not going to drink an entire every milkshake. single drop of exactly. that milkshake. Exactly. You brought it's your... a good sharing drink. Yeah. Well, you brought your own straw. So that was good. No, this was a pre-band. Oh, this was in the old days. <laughs> like... <laughs> like a few weeks ago. <laughs> back back in the old times. If you, ca- if you come to Seattle, bring your own straw. <laughs> like plastic bags. <laughs> Use those to scoop up kitty litter. They're like... Rare commodities, those plastic bags. When I moved here, Mm -hmm. I brought plastic bags. Did you really? I did. For the kitty litter. Well, of course. And I had them anyway. I was either going to throw them away there or throw them away here, so I chose here. It's not like they're going to make the the car heavier. (laughs) Yeah. There was enough stuff in that car, my God. that's That's a long trip. Hey, you know what? What day is it? Today is the 15th of July. This is three year Whoa, anniversary. What? <laughs> I just what? realized that. You're, you buried the lead here. This is great. <laughs> three years. Three years in Congratulations. Seattle. Congratulations. It already looks completely different. Well, this is an anniversary. <laughs> yes, it does. It's anniversary week for Monica. So when you go out on Tuesday to see her at uh, Fitzgerald's, you got to uh, wish her a happy, uh, give her a drink. Please. <laughs> All right, everybody. That was your game prep. It is time for the audio challenge. What is our topic for the audio challenge this week, Monica? Wholesome songs. Oh, we went all dirty last week. Now we're going to get cleaned up. Uh, How'd you go about doing this? 
I chose wholesome songs. (laughs) Is this something that you like had to search? Could you have to like go and really find wholesome stuff? Like, because I found like some of the stuff would be like, oh, no, that's no, I guess not. That's not wholesome. There was a lot of stuff that was like innuendos and kind of backdoor sort of sexual stuff. So most of them are kind of lyrically wholesome and they're all kind of sweet. Mm-hmm. One of them, I'm not really sure what the words are or about, but I associate it with happiness. Oh, good. So Okay. And I did look up the lyrics, and they didn't seem, they didn't really seem like they were about anything. Okay. So I think it's fine. Right. Um, I have a sub theme for you. And at the end of it, sandwiches. Yeah, exactly. A hoagie theme for you. (laughs) Yeah, this there. These are all wholesome songs, but then there's an extra extra theme. A secret theme. Yeah, if you can guess that, I'll give you a bonus point. (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. Do you want to play first or second? Um, second. All right. I'll play mine first. Here is wholesome song number one. Do you remember when? We used to sing Brown Eyed Girl. That is correct. Or as I call it, Brown Eyed Squirrel. <laughs> and it's Van Morrison. It is. The lead singer of The Doors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well done. That's Yay. A, that is a quiz fix callback. <laughs> All you people that are now listening to the old episode. Yeah, yeah. You got that, that. That's where it is. <laughs> I guess there is a reason to do that. Yeah. First song for you. It's so wholesome. Oh. You love, 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 love. Listen to the music of the moment people dance and sing. We're just one big so uh, while that song was playing, Monica was doing her wholesome dance, which is two <laughs> hands on the sternum and kind of a rocking back with the shoulders back and forth. It's very, very adorable. Uh, that is Jason Mraz. Yes. Uh, and that is I'm Yours. Yeah. Very wholesome. Yes, it is. He's pretty wholesome. Yeah, he is in that, that definitely in that category. All right, here is your next song. He climbed the people mountain. I got two guesses for who that is. Okay. And one of them I can't actually remember his name. Oh, well then you might want to go with the one you can remember his name. <laughs> but I don't think it's him. I think it's the other one. Okay. Do you know what the song's called? Not. Nah. Okay. Not. Nah. okay four-year-old monica (laughs) i can't remember his name why don't you tell me just for for no the other person yeah who's the other person is john denver i would go with that one oh is it him it's john denver well done well done (laughs) don't ask me who i was gonna guess because i can't remember his name (laughs) all right and no guess on the song um no, I only know the Country Road song, mm. which uh, it's not. That's a, a song called Rocky Mountain High. Oh, right. You know in, what? I've never actually heard Colorado. that song. Yeah. I just knew it was a song. Yeah. 
And it is not about drugs. Right. Right. Because <laughs> it's wholesome. It's wholesome, guys. <laughs> Here's number two. That is Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And the song is called 1901. Yes. Yes. I know. That's the one I don't know what it's actually about. But I don't I, know what that one's about it's either. It's so happy. Yeah. The only other song by them that I know is the Listomania song, which is about Franz Liszt. What is that? Uh, Franz Liszt is a Hungarian uh, composer. And, oh. Yeah. And uh, for some reason, they wrote a song about him. Was he born in 1901? Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> okay. But that, I, love, I, I love that they had a little companion piece there. All right, here's your next one. I may not always love you, but long as there are stars above you, you never need to doubt it. Is it like the turtles or something? It is not the turtles. Let me try to remember the title. Okay. It was leading up to it. Uh, you got the melody. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember the words though. <laughs> the, the the first uh the first four mmms is where your title is. Okay. <laughs> Go with the first muzz. First four muzz. <laughs> Oh, I don't think I'm going to be able to do it. Is the first word you? Nope. Oh, no. All right. What is it? Uh, well, that is the Beach Boys. Oh, of course it's the Beach Boys. And the song is called God Only Knows. God only knows what I'd be oh, without you. Oh, is that what they you. say? Yeah. I think maybe I never knew the words Oh, it. there you go. Yeah. But yeah, I know it's the Beach Boys, of course. <laughs> but the Turtles would be very happy to know that you thought that they were the Beach Boys. Well, I didn't guess Beach Boys because they didn't go, woo! <laughs> yeah, that comes in the, later in the song when they keep repeating the title over and over again. So I had to, I had to avoid that. All right. That's good. They have a lot of wholesome songs. Oh, yeah, they do. Number three. Uh, that is Walking on Sunshine, and that's by Katrina and the Waves. Yes. Yes. I remember that song from my childhood. You know, that's Fry's favorite song. <laughs> it is. Oh, I don't know that. He then teaches his do. dog to sing it. Oh, that's very cute. Yeah. So the end of that episode. Don't watch that one. Okay. Okay. So that song, something happened with like the rights to play that song. Oh, yeah? It's either like really cheap or like practically free to use it on like TV and stuff. Oh. So it's used so all everywhere the time. all the time. Yeah. And like the band didn't get like royalties. Oh, that stinks. It was like the horrible situation. Oh, that really stinks. I mean, it's one thing to license your stuff out and have it used all the time. That's great. Mm-hmm. But then you should be getting paid for that. Poor yeah, Katrina they and the got, 
Did they have shafted. any other songs? Not. And they were from. Uh, they were, I believe they were from England, and they didn't have any other uh, American hits. That was their. That was their one. Bye, boy. It's a good one. Boy, I remember that one very vividly from my childhood. Um, all right, here is your next one. Walk like an Egyptian. We have two back-to-back walking songs. <laughs> we did. Very nice. Oh, didn't you say you had a theme? Yeah, there is an th- overall theme. We'll, we'll get to that. Okay. Walk like an Egyptian by the Bangles. That is correct. Well done. I remember that song from my childhood. Oh, yeah. That's another uh, ubiquitous Doing the, the dance. Oh, yeah. That the, the, one of the worst videos where they just like went out on the streets of some city and was like, "Hey, can you do this?" And some people are doing the, um, but for people the, the 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 Egyptian thing where it's like the one hieroglyphics is, thing, yeah. And it's like some people are kind of doing it, and some people are just like hands akimbo out doing something. They're trying. They're trying their they're, best. They're, they're doing, doing. You know it. what? They're doing their best. I'm proud of them. I'm, I'm proud of them too. <laughs> Do it better next time. So wholesome. wholesome. <laughs> um, number four. As you once were before you heard the song, you gotta let them know. The truth is alive to shine upon the way, so maybe they can go. Wow. I'll be really impressed if you get this. Yeah, well, I would be too, but I'm not going to get that at all. It sounds like it's from a musical. It's not. It has a very musical feel to it. Uh, I have no idea. Never heard that one. So that is Amy Grant. (laughs) Right on. And it's called Sing Your Praise to the Lord. Oh, well, that's as wholesome (laughs) as anything we have today. So I have to tell you why I chose this. I had a friend when I was a kid who had like a Christian songs hit CD or something. Sure. And I hated every song on it except for that one uh, rocked. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, don't know yeah. why that was the one song that really got me. There's a local Seattle band called the Young Fresh Fellows who back in the 80s had a, a song called Amy Grant. And I just remember it was like this kind of funk song and... uh the songs, the song lyrics were like, she comes home from work, takes off her pants. That's what I like about Amy Grant. <laughs> all baby, alone, baby. all alone, late at night, she fantasizes about Barry White. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. All right, here is your last one. on the band i'm gonna guess you two you would be guessing correctly right. for you two um i don't know what the song is though okay well we for some reason a lot of our songs start with the same word that is a walk Sing? walk on oh walk. walk on is the name of that song uh yeah uplifting you two song like a lot of their songs. I don't know what your theme is. Oh, uh, do you have another song for me? Yeah. All right. Why don't you play that song and then 
we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about it. it. <laughs> and then I actually have a bonus song that comes into that theme as well. Okay. All right. Here's your last one. Blue jeans, skin that shows in patches. Strong inside, but you don't know. <laughs> That's your wholesome song? It is wholesome. Is that Madonna? Yeah. Is that, uh, I'm just going to guess because we talked about this title before because I've never heard the song. Is that How It Feels to Be a Girl? That's not the title, okay. but you're there. Yeah. How It Feels to Be a Wholesome Girl. <laughs> what It Feels, feels like, like for, for a Girl. girl. <laughs> 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 I feel like we're back in episode 69 all over again. No. It's about... Um, tight, tight jeans and... Um, it's about what it feels like to be a girl, Paul, and you wouldn't understand. No, I wouldn't. And that's very true. All right. Thank you, Madonna. All right. I'm going to give you the bonus <laughs> also, song. Also, I just did that to make fun of you. No, <laughs> we, we didn't get that question right. Well, at least I got the artist. Good job. Um, all right. Here is your bonus, and then we'll talk about my little sub-theme. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the melody sounds like bridge over troubled water. That is correct. Is it? And who's the artists? I don't know. Uh, that is Simon and Garfunkel. Oh, that's what I was gonna guess, oh, but it didn't sound it. like. Him. Well, it, that's that's one song that Art Garfunkel pretty much sings the whole lead. Oh, what? So you get don't get a lot. Of, that's an interesting story about that because Paul Simon wrote it and felt that Art Garfunkel would be the better voice for it, and he didn't, Garfunkel didn't want to do it, but then Paul Simon uh, convinced him to do it, and then it became their biggest hit. Mm-hmm. And then later down the road, he would Paul Simon would be off like in the off stage when he would be singing this song and he'd be backstage going, he's getting all this applause for my song. And it's like, well, you had the opportunity to sing it and you didn't want to sing it. Was he about it? Yeah, a little bit. Paul come Simon, on, Paul. Come on, Paul. Come on. Don't, come on, Paul. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't, don't make us Pauls look bad. All right. Any idea on the sub theme? It's um, not obvious. Hmm. It's about the titles. It's not about the titles. It's about the songs themselves, and something very particular about what happened to these songs. Oh, did they get covered? I don't know. They all got banned. They were all at one point banned from the radio for different reasons. What? So, Brown Eyed Girl was originally called Brown Skin Girl. And so that would have to be the record company said you got to change that. So they got through with Brown Eyed Girl, but then uh, there's the the uh, lyric in the very last verse saying "making love in the green green grass behind the stadium," and they didn't like that. So some stations banned that. Uh, God only knows got banned because people didn't put the word God into uh, song titles at that point. 
So that was considered blasphemous from some radio stations. And when I say banned, not every station banned, but like certain pockets of people banned. Yeah. Walk Like an Egyptian was banned during the uh, uh, Gulf War. <laughs> or the, yeah, something like, yeah, it was like, it was felt to be insensitive. Walk On was banned in a few countries because it was dedicated to uh, a rebel. Uh, Bridge Over Troubled Water was was. I can't remember why Bridge Over Troubled Water was banned. Um, but yeah, Art Garfunkel was singing it. <laughs> Paul Simon called all these places. Yeah. Go, you know that song's really about Satan. Maybe you should uh, should ban that. Gotta go. Bye. Who was that? It wasn't Paul Simon. Goodbye. <laughs> your Paul Simon impression is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, shine your shoes, Governor Paul Simon here. <laughs> Bye. Um. <laughs> Try. All right. So that's so that that was my little sub theme of these songs that are fairly wholesome that all got banned at one time or yes. another. Yes, and yeah. I knew the John Denver thing. Oh, yeah, Rocky Mountain High also banned because people thought was it was. Banned, right. I thought, yeah, well, you said that earlier. I well, I didn't know the rest of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, how did we do? Do I get the point for Bridge Over Troubled Water? Oh yeah, absolutely. You said it. You got six. Mm-hmm. No, seven. You got seven. And I got seven, too. Wow. Well <laughs> done. Well done, indeed. Yay. God, all, all the, all the, uh, the un, we're, uncleanliness of last week is all washed away. This podcast is clean. <laughs> Fuck. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Ixnay on the Akfei. <laughs> All right, before we get out and uh, go play some trivia ourselves, uh, tell everybody where you're hosting this week. Tuesday at Fitzgerald in Ballard. I am Monday at the Skylark Cafe in West Seattle. Tuesdays at the Crown Bar in Tacoma. Wednesdays at the Berliner in Renton. Thursdays at the local 907 in Renton. Also, Cat at Bison Creek uh, Pizza, who had nine teams last week. They're just cooking over there at Bison Creek Pizza, so get over there on Tuesdays. And Murphy's with Mookie on Tuesdays and Jeff on Thursdays. That's in Wallingford. Those all start at 7.30. The Berliner one starts at 8. But they're all free to play and lots of prizes and lots of fun and tournament action galore. All of them count for the tournament. Yeah, yeah. so get in there. Also, if you just want to email us and let us know things uh, about what you're doing, where you listen, and any questions, maybe some topics you want us to cover here, uh, quizfix at gmail.com, and you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just look for quizfix, all one word. That's it. Let's go play some trivia. Yay. All right, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. My voice cracked. Let me do it again. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> okay, give me, give me a nice clean one. Give me a clean one. Bye. <laughs> Let's get trivial, trivial.